0: Are you curious about, interested in, or working within the field of anesthesiology and you are a woman, person of color, or otherwise do not fit the stereotypical image of what an anesthesiologist looks like, then this is the podcast for you. We will discuss what life is like on the other side of the blue drape for us. Issues most relevant, such as what is anesthesia really? And we're not talking textbook definition tips for applying, success in residency, life as an attending, and beyond. Join us each week as we take a dive into this rich and often misunderstood field. This is your host, Dr. Alicia Peterson, and welcome to Sivo Sisters. Hey, y'all. It's that time of year again. At the time of this recording, it is conference season, and you May be giving a talk, and most likely, you're probably terrified, nervous, anxious, sick to your stomach, wish you could just hurry up and get it over with. And you're not alone in that sentiment when you survey the population. I mean, many people would rather be laying in the casket than be the one delivering the eulogy, citing public speaking to be scarier than even death. But with this episode, we hope to change that sentiment today. With these tips, I hope to take that nervous energy you have and instead turn it into enthusiasm because believe it or not, you can make a real impact with your speech, with your topic. You can really make change. And there are people out there in the world who are commanding five figures just to speak for 50 minutes. So speaking is a very powerful thing, and it is worth it for you to get good and comfortable at it. As a medical professional, whether medical student, resident, or attending, you're going to be asked to deliver a talk. And I hope that at the end of this episode, you actually seek opportunities to speak because the more you do something, the better you're going to get at it. All right, so let's get in to the topic. I first want to address the mindset. So many of us, when we think about public speaking and get really worked up and nervous, we're only thinking of ourselves as the speaker, getting up in front of the crowd, being judged, let me share with you something. That audience is there really just to be fed whatever it is you're teaching. They're not thinking about you. We are our own worst critic. What I recommend to employ these tips most effectively is don't think of yourself. Think of that audience sitting out there. Think of yourself in the audience. What is it that you would like to see and hear and do when you hear somebody else speak? When you shift your gaze from your own insecurities to that of the audience member sitting there, what lessons do you want them to walk away with? Then you won't get nervous and you will find that it is your duty to deliver whatever value to them you can and take advantage Of the platform you're standing on. In the Black community, when somebody is about to speak, say, preach, preach. It is with that word we are going to help organize tips for you to change your nervous, anxiety wanting to run away from speaking attitude to that which is enthusiastic and seeking opportunities to speak. The P in preach, practice. Now this may seem common sense, but common sense does not mean common practice. When I say practice your speech, I mean you are actually writing down every word that you are going to say. And then you are saying every word. And you're doing that for your entire presentation. So many of us put a talk together. We put the words on the slide and then say, okay, yeah, I know what I'm going to say. It's it's right here. It's on the slide. And what ends up happening is you stand up in front of the crowd and your mind goes blank. And then Out of nervousness, you then end up just reading what's on your slide. Your audience members know how to read, folks. They don't want to be read to. They want you to talk to them like you're just talking to a friend having a conversation. And the only way you can do that and sound comfortable is if you have already practiced exactly what you're going to say and not relying on reading from a slide. We will get to what should be on your slides in a little bit. The next letter in preach is R. R is reeling them in with a story or a statistic. Your audience is sitting there. They want to care about what it is you're talking about. But you got to give them a reason to care. Show them what... The broad implications of your topic is. Show them how it has affected somebody. Give them a story. Give them a statistic. When you give them a reason to care, now you have engaged them. And now they will also be open and more receptive to what it is you're about to say because they see how relevant it is in the world. E, this stands for enthusiasm always. If you're not excited about what it is you're about to say, how in the world can you get an audience to get on board with you? If you're just reading what's on the slide in a monotone, your audience is gonna respond in kind. They're gonna yawn, they're gonna be checking their cell phones, it's not a good use of anyone's time. So if you're going to be up there, you need to be interested in what you're saying, which will in turn make other people interested in what you're saying. Always present with enthusiasm. And if you're like, well, how can I be enthusiastic? Just speak with a smile. Seriously. If you have a smile while you're speaking, it naturally elevates the voice and people will turn and say, oh, who, what is going on? Who's that talking? What's happening? And they're going to sit there with rapt attention. A, this stands for audience intel. By knowing who's in your audience, sometimes it's hard, especially at these conferences. You don't know who's going to necessarily be in the room. But if you're doing a grand rounds or a, a smaller session, you have a pretty good idea of who's going to be there. If your topic is in any way connected to or have been investigated by a member in the audience, call out that work. They love that. But, Recognizing someone's research or investigations is beautiful, and they may take the opportunity to say a few words about their work. And if you're the kind of speaker who's like, I want the attention off of me, well, this Person you've called out in the audience will happily take some of it to elaborate on their research. So, do your audience intel. It's also a great deal of respect, as I mentioned. People love to be recognized for the work they have done, especially in academia. So, just do a little bit of digging and find out who has done work in the area that you're speaking about. You will then become their new best friend. C, collaboration. As I mentioned with the audience intel, by doing some digging, you can discover who in your organization has done work in that area, and that could lead to collaborations down the line. Well, another way of collaborating is actually QI committee. For example, if you're giving a talk on difficult airways, well, how often Has your department encountered difficult airways? There's a committee that tracks stuff like that. Your electronic medical record most likely tracks the difficult airway patients. You know, interrogate that data. This means that you can't wait until the last minute to do your talk. (laughs) To do this kind of digging takes some time. However, it is entirely worth it because your audience wants to know, uh, everyone is dialed into the radio station WII-FM, what's in it for me. So if you turn the data and information onto what your department is doing, everybody's gonna perk up and listen. How can you, again, make your topic relevant and tangible for those in your audience? And by doing just a little bit of extra work, You could not only collaborate with your QI committee, craft ways to make uh, patient care better in your organization, and you are going to spark change. And that is incredibly valuable. And that is leaving a real impact and a mark. Again, and this is just with one talk, guys, with one talk, doing these little things can make a huge impact. And then finally, the H. It stands for half pictures. <laughs> when we talk about these slides that people have, and I'm not suggesting that you necessarily have to have slides when it comes to talks, but that's become very cultural in academics to have a PowerPoint. When you have your PowerPoint, you're not going to fill it with a bunch of words because you're providing the words. You're speaking. I recommend that you fill up your PowerPoint with images, graphs, pictures, uh, images that illustrate the point that you want to drive home. And then because you have practiced what you're going to say, those images are going to cue you as to what you're going to say next. And so there you have it, folks. Preach. Focusing your gaze from yourself to the audience. You're going to practice what you're going to say down to the words, writing it down so you're comfortable with saying what you need to say in a conversational tone. R, reeling them in with a story or a statistic. E, enthusiasm. Always bring high energy. A, audience intel. C, collaborate and H. You can have images. I hope that you employ these techniques the next time you give a talk and you're going to blow the audience away and you're actually going to enjoy the process. I promise. Just give it a try. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Sivo Sisters. If you love this episode as much as I did, head on over and rate and subscribe so you don't miss out. New episodes drop every week on a Monday because we all can use a little something something to get us through the week. Am I right? I'd love to hear more from you on the topics that you want to hear. So let me know in the comments. This is Dr. Peterson signing off. See you next time.